There's nothing more difficult in being in any kind of relationship, whether it is your marriage or with your parents or with your friends, where you feel like you're stuck, where you feel like you've said all that you could say, you've done all that you can do, but at the end of the day, nothing is changing. It starts to feel overwhelming, like why is this, why does it have to be so hard, right? But today we're gonna talk about exactly what you can do in that moment, in that feeling of overwhelm, in that situation, where you could actually get a hold of it and make it better. Let's go. So, welcome back to the podcast. It is crazy because this is my first podcast ever recording from Mecca. We are here and, and uh, we just came from the Haram and I'm leaving this podcast really quick. You might hear some background noise, but we are literally recording in the moment as we're in Mecca and we're traveling. So just wanted to let you know, apologies, first of all, for those, but thank you so much for the loyal listeners that come back every single day and week. I'm constantly getting DMs from people to let me know how much this information has moved you. And today I want to give a couple shout outs like I have been promising I wanted to do because I feel like so many of you are just so kind in what you send me privately. I want to give a shout out to Sister Syra for just the beautiful messages of encouragement of just how much the podcast has meant to you. I want to give another shout out to Nelly. Thank you for your recent DM. Absolutely touched my heart. And last one, thank you so much, Rasha. I think you like just pages and pages of just how it has impacted your life. So I just want to give a shout out to some of those ladies. I can't shout out everyone. So if I haven't mentioned your name, it doesn't mean it wasn't absolutely beautiful and so meaningful. So thank you so much. And inshallah, and in the future, I'm going to try to shout out even more of you. So just a quick announcement, because I've been getting a ton of DMs, and because I'm traveling, my Wi-Fi is very unstable. So if I don't get back right away, I'm doing my best. My team is doing their best to move through all of the messages and DMs. It's just honestly so many. So we love that you love everything we put out. And we thank you so much for giving us all the suggestions, because everything you suggest, we take to heart. We turn them into podcasts, and that's because of you. So first of all, um, I just wanted to say there's a lot of DMs about some of the content I've been putting out on marriage lately. So let me tell you kind of what that is. Um, We have, I think, only 24 hours left um, to join us for everything that we're doing with marriage. And a lot of that is um, what we've been talking about and how to fix things. But when we're in the challenge, we're getting highly specific. Um, We're giving like very normal, like everyday examples of fights you might be having with your husband or just difficult things. And then when we go in the challenge, we are actively talking to one another as women about how those things have affected us, stolen our happiness, and kind of what we can do differently aligned with the Quran and Sunnah. So for the people that keep um, DMing me, maybe within, I think it's almost 24 hours from the time of this airing, um, that we will close access. So if any of that information sounds really exciting to you or something you really need to hear, it's there for you and I'm live with you. Um, And the other thing is, I think, look forward to in the next 24 to 48 hours, um, our entire full um, program called the Marriage Boost Program will be opening. So this is just a heads up that one will be closing for access and one will be opening. But either way, both have just a ton of answers on how to fix problems you probably have tried to fix yourself and feel stuck about. 
But that's the topic of today's podcast, right? I'm going to give you a little window into just one teeny weeny, maybe like 5% of what we spoke about in relation to fixing marriage when you feel stuck. But you could actually use this in any relationship. And so that's kind of the cool thing too. It's kind of like a life hack. So let's get into it. So one more thing, funny thing, I'm in a hotel, like literally looking out the window right now at the haram and everyone making amra, but like every hallway I go into, I think somebody is fixing something at the moment, someone is having a conversation, giggling, I'm glad they're all happy, but you might pick it up, I apologize. Um, But I wanted to say one thing I'm doing for all the Thrive members, which is totally exclusive, is I've been taking video once I'm inside the haram of like showing them everything, like, hey, this is what it looks like when you do this. So I just want to let you know, if you are a Thrive member on the 30th, when I'm having the revert class, even if you're not a revert, you can join. We're going to be showing like live footage of when I moved through Amra and I like, I didn't do it while I'm in Amra. Obviously I'm not going to film that. I did my own Amra and then I went back and I filmed some of the steps to show women and I gave kind of tips and advice about certain things that make things easier or not. And right now, for example, it's Friday and the Haram is very, very busy. It's not the ideal day to go. There's also certain times of the day that are better to go or not, or certain seasons and stuff. So I give kind of like a lot of tips about that and amongst other tips of like the best place I found like when it's easiest to like touch the Kaaba and like things like that. Just little things that like in the moment you're so excited to do Amra and then you leave and you look back and you're like, oh, I probably could have had that easier or better or made, you know, my umbra more efficient in terms of Ibadah. So just a lot of things. So look forward to that on the 30th if you're a Thrive member. And if you're not, DM me. Even with the challenge or the course, anything, just DM me, okay? But we're going to get started. I want to leave that to you. All right, so really quick, let's go into some of the things you can do when you feel kind of like emotionally overwhelmed from any relationship. It is really so common just to feel overwhelmed, right? Somebody isn't hearing you. You feel like things aren't getting better or changing. It is so frustrating. If that is you, I know. And I'm going to give a couple examples today. It's really just like a three-step process that I'm going to go into. It seems simple, but in the moment when you're emotionally upset, it is hard to do. But here's the thing. When I'm talking to the women and giving all the information, like within the marriage boost challenge, what I'm doing with them is I'm kind of just like going through step by step by step what you do. And then as they talk to me while I'm giving the information, I'm kind of going um, even deeper on whatever parts seem confusing to them or whatever. So I'm going to give you like a snippet of that today, like three basic steps. I might have gone deeper in there, but like I want you to get these three because they're really, really essential for when you're you're feeling overwhelmed and like you feel like you're talking to parents, they're not listening to you, they're not respecting you. You feel like, you know, dealing with certain friends and boundaries or like husbands and just feeling like you're not being heard or loved or whatever. Like doesn't matter. Stuck anywhere, this is what you're gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna give a couple examples also of stories because I want you to know that as women, it's not our job to be martyrs. It's not our job to just push on through or silently suffer and all those things. It's just totally unnecessary. There's actual steps. And some people don't know when to take which steps and when to take others. And so I hope this podcast will help you be clear on that. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna walk away with the next time you feel absolutely overwhelmed and stuck, exactly what you do. All right, sound good? Okay, so, and we're talking like big power moves that take a little bit of effort, right? So the first one is, the first one is when you're feeling stuck, you need to revisit your relationship with a lot. Now I know that feels like, of course, 
that's what you're going to say. But it is really true because the only person who can soothe your heart, soothe your soul when you're feeling completely overwhelmed and just kind of separate, we've been talking about this a lot in the challenge, separate your emotions from your needs. Like I need to convey this message, this thing that's bothering me, this thing that I need this person to do or stop doing. But because it is cloaked in so much emotion, so much frustration, anger, sadness, whatever, they can't hear us. And we're not using our best words to convey what's important to us because we are so wrapped up emotionally. Let me know if you know what I'm talking about, where you just feel completely overwhelmed, right? You're not alone. You're not alone. And what I told a story in the challenge was this one particular sister, I'm just going to leave her nameless right now, who's actually in the Marriage Boost program with us. When she first came to us, she felt like she just was not being heard from her husband. She was just telling him, you know, like that something in particular was bothering him that that he was doing, and he was just not giving her the time of day. But what she learned, and this is another thing, because we have this free book that we give away inside of the challenge, which we've actually added to this year. It's our... um, what is it? It's our, it's our love languages playbook. So in it, we talk about what the five love languages are and then how to determine which one you are, which one is your love language or his. There's like a little mini test and a score. And then once you figure out which one is, like which one he is, which one you are, then exactly how to lean into it and kind of, you know, deal with it with him or him to deal with it with you. And so alhamdulillah, that's a beautiful way to connect and increase intimacy and like so this is one of the things this one particular sister used and she used it and she was just like I was just trying to use my words I was just talking to him talking to him to death he was not trying to hear me he would just like play on his phone ignore me and she felt so frustrated like how does he not care about my feelings and she made it so personal but here's the thing when you make it personal um you can't focus on what the solution is to deal with it because you're just so emotionally cloaked wrapped up right and she couldn't deal with the solution so once she came to us we started working with her in the program one of the things we explained to her was how to separate her emotion from like the need so she can think clearly right and then make those decisions so one of the things she realized in just doing a couple of exercises was that he has this love language and it's not talking it's touching right i'm not going to go into more of that right here because she might have kids in the car but the basic thing is once she leaned into that he was totally different with her but she was you know using what made sense to her she is a talker she liked to be talked to this was kind of you know certain parts of her love language and it was connected to one of those so um once she also taught him how to deal with her then and also he was communicating better and she was getting her needs met which ultimately left her more fulfilled and happier in her marriage you get me? So one of the first things you need to do is exactly what I said. You need to get closer to Las Penamadale. And as she was doing that, and she was begging him for the answers, right? She somehow stumbled upon some of the things we were teaching. And then through that, we connected with her. And through that, she started exploring herself, becoming more self-aware. And in the end, um, arriving to conclusions answers to things that she thought were unfixable in her marriage and you know there's so many things in our marriage we feel like will never work we'll never get better and that's just not true and a lot of times what we do is we take women who thought it was the end of their marriage thought they were never going to be able to connect with their husband because of his culture because of the holdbacks with that or just a really bad history of lack of good communication and find that they just could slightly pivot do things slightly differently 
and see huge results. And that's really what we're talking about. We're not talking about you doing big, crazy, different things. We're not talking about you changing your husband. We're just talking about you using um, the Quran and Sunnah. So one of the first things I said was get closer to Allah. Now, when you get closer to Allah, you're going to end up being more aware of yourself. And then the thing that you're going to learn to do next, and this is not something I can go into too much here, but we just taught in the class and we teach even more in the course, is that you can learn to move from judgment to curiosity. I'm going to give you an example just the other day my husband was really upset so we've been going on this trip and everything is great with the trip alhamdulillah but as you guys might know the airfare is ridiculous i was supposed to go to the uk and many of you guys are excited and i was excited too and for whatever reason british airways canceled our flight now i know somebody had actually a couple of sisters had dm'd me and told me hey you know what they can't do that to you you could do this and this and this but let me tell you right now calling airlines nobody's picking up it's just horrific so when you have to make a quick decision you have to go to a different country or you have to book something as the um, fares are skyrocketing even when we want to go back home the the tickets are between 6,500 us and 8,500 us to get from egypt or to get from saudi and it's just really crazy and i know how to haggle i know how to do like really good deals online impossible right now because of the fair hikes and because of the high season so anyway long story short a lot of sisters were really excited for me to go to uk which i was but for whatever reason they canceled we took it as a sign we made dua and in the end allah told us to go to amra and we did alhamdulillah but here's the thing as we're going through this trip and because the, the fees are so high my husband has dropped three times the amount of money we initially intended to drop just because of so many changes that were out of our control we're not high spenders and here's the thing when men have worries about money they're extremely moody okay so i noticed his character was totally out of character which just wasn't him and at first my initial reaction and we talked today in the challenge about reaction versus responses like whoa like i took it totally personally like why is he looking at me like that was it but then i did what i taught today in the lesson which is moving from judgment to curiosity instead of saying like oh you know like he doesn't love me right now or oh you know he's just such a mean person or oh this or that i said to myself hmm why is he acting like that so instead of approaching him and being like hey you know what don't talk to me like that or don't do this or don't instead of like having a reactive response which i think we all would naturally feel we have the right to do i moved from judgment to curiosity which is the advice i'm giving you and i said hey honey is everything okay I notice you look sad lately. I notice you look worried lately. I notice you're not yourself. Is everything okay? And I just talked to him. I approached him softly, okay? And then he went, yeah, I'm actually really worried about this and this and this and this. And I wasn't expecting this. And I'm worried that I won't be able to do this and this for our family. So his mood was actually coming from a place of worry. And so if I would have done the reactive thing and just kind of took it personal for the way he was talking to me, you know, then whatever. So what I did was I said to him after that, well, like, I notice you're really not yourself. I notice you're more like this or more like that. Um, you know, let's make dua about it. Let's pray together or whatever like that. Let's go make extra salat. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And that's what we did. I just reminded him of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You get me? So the first thing is to remember Allah. But then the second one is when you have these critical moments with whoever it is, your parents or whatever, you move from judgment to curiosity. Instead of making a statement, ask a question. Inquire. And this is a sunnah of Rasulullah He would ask a question to people that were ignorant when they would yell at him and do things like that. He would always make an inquiry. And this is what I'm saying. I'm trying to pull us back to having a marriage that is um, 
definitely, definitely built around the Quran and Sunnah, and that's one thing. The second one is, is when somebody has no patience and you have patience, you're just getting reward. Now, let me just draw a line in the sand here. I'm not saying suffering silently. I'm not saying um, be subjected to abuse. There are times, and I've explained this through another sister story that I had inside of the class today, which was a, a sister named Fatima. Okay, and I'm using her fake name because I will not divulge her name. This is another sister that is within our program, the Marriage Boost Program. When when she first came to the program, she was very distraught because, long story short, her husband was not paying the bills. He had turned it over when within two years, after a couple months, end up she's paying for everything. And she felt really, really bitter and hurt about it. But at the same time, he literally would not get a job. She literally needed a house to live in and to feed her children. So what can she do? But like, it was like talking to the wall. She felt stuck right? That's what we're talking about. Feeling stuck, feeling stuck in ways that you're just like, this is a marriage. Like I can't just dissolve it. I have kids. Now, if you're a person who is not married and you're listening to this, and this is the other thing for people who are also inside the Chandra, like in the marriage boost program we have, it's like, it's not just married women. It's divorced women who want to like do it better the second time, or it's like women who, who are not married yet and want to learn this step before which you know alhamdulillah i kind of wish i had but alhamdulillah i learned after but i want you guys to have it so you have an easier go at it than me right so anyway that sister fatima the problem was she wasn't supposed to just make dua to allah and you know do her best sabr no she needed to do the the next thing which i'm going to tell you which is take action so she needed to rely on allah she needed to move from judgment to curiosity to find out what was really going on. And she, she struggled with that a little bit herself. So she reached out for me for help. She's in the course, but then she also did like a consultation call with me, which a lot of women do. They start to dig into the information and they're like, whoa, this is, this is deeper than I thought. This issue is like huge. And sometimes they just want to take advice. Like I give them all the tools to fix their problems, but you know, women, we just want to bounce ideas off another woman. So she calls me up and it turns out in the end, no, 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 she needs to take action, which is what a lot of times we need to do. We need to draw a line in the sand and she had to create a boundary. She had to create accountability. Now there's a ton of other things I talked about today in, in the live class, but what I want to leave today with you is this. When you are struggling for something for a long time and you have not been able to, to deal with it, one, I don't want you to lose hope. I don't want you to think that stuck means stuck forever. That's not possible. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do anything. There are times where, you know, in, in, during the Hijrah, Rasulullah they thought that they would never stop being chased by these particular groups of Quraysh. And they would never be able to establish anything. And lo and behold, in Medina, which we just came from, um, alhamdulillah, they were able to establish a community. Allah sent them the Ansar to protect them. There's protection from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all around you, all around me. But most of the time, we're not reaching to Allah first. We're reaching to our girlfriend. We're just, you know, mumbling under our breath just getting angry, outbursts at everyone. These are all signs that we need to do something differently. If you've been feeling emotionally overwhelmed for a while now, there is a little chance that it's going to get better for you unless you do things differently. But the problem for most women is they don't know how. And what I want to say to you is if that's you, it's not your fault. It's not your fault that you don't know. and It's not your fault that you don't have the tools to do things better. It is our fault though, if we know that, and we stay like that. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Iqra, read. What he's really saying to us is learn, grow, expand, don't get stuck. 
don't get stuck. We are allowed to lean on each other for help. Now, most of the things I teach you are not things that I, you know, dropped out of the sky like a manna for me, right? I had to sit under people and learn. That's part of the process. And a lot of people think that stuff takes a lot of time. It doesn't. For example, like the stuff that I, I, um, teaching for example inside the marriage choice program it only takes four weeks to learn and i want you to imagine somebody sitting in a marriage for four years where if they had just certain answers it could be um just a completely different marriage so one thing i had to teach myself as a female is if i feel overwhelmed and stuck and it's getting to the point where it's depressing me to the point where i'm losing my iman i don't even want to pray and how many sisters will call me for that when it gets that emotional it is like your whole life is on the line right and so this is a sign that you need to do things differently, that you have to stop doing it the way you did before. Now, if you don't know how to do it differently, obviously that's why we teach women how to do it. But the point is not doing it any other way, doing the same thing over and over that hasn't worked for so long is usually just going to keep you stuck. So in today's podcast, we're talking about how to get unstuck. And the first one is reaching out to Allah. The second one in, in any relationship is to stop thinking you know everything about the other person. I already know he said it 10,000 times. I already know he's going to say next. Stop that cycle. It's not healthy. It's not from the Quran and Sunnah. Rasul he used to inquire. He used to be curious. So I want you to move from judgment to curiosity. And the last one is I want you to take action. If this has been looming in your head, these thoughts, these ideas, don't keep it there. It's not going to change. You have to take some form of action. When you have it, I'm just going to say this as kind of like a bonus tip. Negative emotions are not emotion, are not negative. I know it's like an oxymoron. I'll say it one more time. Negative emotions are not negative. They're a beautiful sign. It's like a cough, right? It's like a fever, it tells you something's brewing inside. Something needs to be paid attention to. Slow down. Pain is a signal. It's a sign to us. And when we ignore pain for too long, when we ignore emotional overwhelm for too long, do you know what happens? We get chaos and levels of suffering in our life that were totally preventable, but we didn't take heed the signs. So some of the signs for you right now is you feel, or you feel stuck. You feel emotionally overwhelmed. And if you feel like whatever you've tried before isn't working, if any of those are your symptoms, like a cough or a fever, that means it is a time for change. It means you need to take action and do something differently. So I just want you to know sometimes the move is an emotional, psychological move or a mindset shift. Sometimes it's a physical thing you need to do. For example, with Fatima, the sister I was referring to before, her husband who wasn't paying, the, the physical shift was she needed to bring a male from her family to represent her and say to him, this is no longer happening. She needs to go to the imam and, and you know bring on accountability. And for some women, these things are so scary. But you know what's more scary to me? Feeling this way for any longer. Living this unhappiness for any longer. Thinking, oh my gosh, this is my life for the next 20 to 30 years. Imagine that as opposed to a five-minute conversation with a relative who steps in. And I know, we're all, we don't want to rock the boat. That's another thing. Some people are going to make trouble. It says, at the end of the day, the Sahaba didn't have that attitude. None of them did. They said what they had to say. Let me tell you something. We don't live by people's rules. We live by Allah's rules. And let me tell you what happens when you do things the way Allah loves them. He comes to defend you. He's your wali. Any fear you have about what people are going to do or say, it's because of a lack of tawakkul, a lack of trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
When Aisha radiallahu anha, she was attacked by the people saying that she had been, you know, done something behind the Prophet's back, peace be upon him. You know who defended her? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, and Maryam, when this happened to her with Isa alayhi salatu salam, you know who defended her? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, personally. Do we really think he can't do that for us? Well, I'm not a prophet. I'm not an amazing woman from the time of the seerah. That is not a qualification for help. Let's not put um, limits on Allah and qualifications on things that Allah never put. All right? I love you all for the sake of Allah. If you have been experiencing any of these things, DM me on Instagram. We're doing it probably live for two more days where I'm going to give out some very, very particular information. What women do is when they go in, because they ask me how they get in, um, we do donations to people in need. So it's just a $7 donation just to get in, and you get access to probably like hundreds of dollars of information. It's just legit so that we can, you know, um, create revenue for women and children who need support. And that's where that goes. You get like this double benefit, right? And the second thing is um, when we open their course, you're welcome to join us in there. But either way, I want you just to walk away with this podcast thinking, yes, I feel stuck, but I don't have to stay stuck. Allah is my helper. He doesn't need me to be a martyr and suffer silently. But if I don't take action, nothing will change. We've given you a couple of tips on what you need to do for the general swing of things. But the other thing is we have to put in our mind that these things are not meant to do alone. There's an ummah. It's meant to be a group. We're meant to be together. Shout out to all the women in the challenge. You've been so loving and supportive to one another. I look forward to meeting with you tomorrow and I will talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.